That's what I, I like and I love this though. <laughs> All right, and we are live. Welcome everybody to Conversations with One Million Meditators. I am really excited today. We have a special guest, Nadia Kraus. <laughs> welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. We were I was doing a little name practicing at the bidding, so I'm laughing at myself right now. Um, but it is really an honor. Thank you so much for coming here today. Um, it's good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You know, it's Friday. It is love. It's just the energy is like all kind of interesting and fun today. And, and I'm really excited to have this conversation because we have some juicy things to talk about. I'm just going to introduce Nadia. She is the author of the Amazon bestseller, The Magic of Transformation, Igniting and Manifesting Your Soul's Desires. And she is here to inspire and uplift women to step into their bodies, to take them on their journey so they can embody their power and create everything they require, desire, and deserve. A holistic and transformational health coach, Nadia is passionate about helping women see the importance of the whole to unlock the interconnectedness of the parts for magical transformation. Nadia understands the alchemy required at the level of the body, the mind, the heart, and the spirit. Oh, I just love it. I love it. And, you know, we had such a soulful little conversation coming into this. So I'm so excited. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to ask you, you know, how meditation came into your life. Um, I would just really love to know, because I know this is going to tie into a lot of your story and the book. And uh, I'm just going to be quiet because I'm talking too much and I want to hear you. <laughs> so meditation came in the form of, so my very first business was called Fitness for Body and Soul. So I've always, and I was 24, and I've always had this interest in holistic, and holistic understanding of fitness and wellness and health. And I would, it was a group training studio, um, and I would lead these classes. And at the very end, I would do a guided meditation for the participants. So that was really the first time that that I introduced myself to meditation because I, you know, we moved our bodies and we're feeling good and all the joy in the body and the endorphins. But I just had this innate sense and intuition that we also need to calm down. And I would guide this meditation and I got, I always felt terrific because I felt like it was this wonderful body, mind, spirit package. But it was really interesting the feedback that I got from participants is that some really loved it and others didn't like it because they were like, I always feel sleepy afterwards and I, I don't want to feel sleepy because I have to go, 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 go. So that was my very first, um, that was a long time ago. I'm 45 now, so 24, 21 years ago. That was um, the first time I experienced meditation in a group setting that I was leading and personally, I'm just like everybody else. Um, monkey mind gets really loud if I don't take a minute or two or three or 10 to stop, you know, slow down, breathe and start listening. <sighs> and I like to do this as well because it just, you know, we, we're always on the go. We're always on the go. Yeah, we are, right? And life happens and it's always creating an interesting contrast. And I think that's like, 
you know, what I've come to find is the joyful part <laughs> is enjoying the ride of it all. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to hear a little bit more about your story. You just had your book come out. So congratulations and Amazon bestseller. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and this book is a bit different. So please let's talk about it. I want everybody to hear about it and then, you know, feel free to share a bit about your story and how you got here on this journey, because I know it's really, really powerful. So in this fitness studio, this group training studio, I would also write these newsletters. And my, my intention was always to teach about the connection of mind, body, heart, spirit. And that was, so I started the, the, the business in 2000 and I started writing the newsletters pretty much the first year. So let's say 2001. And when I was writing that desire, sparked in me that, oh, I want to write a book. I want to write a book about this. But it literally was just, it was literally a whisper of my soul that because it's it's very quiet, it's nothing loud, like soul desires aren't loud and obnoxious like our egos. <laughs> uh, and I kind of just wrote the newsletters and then it took a few years till I first even, you know, really started taking action towards it. That was 2007. I had my first book coaching weekend and the title was born and the first introductory chapter um, was written. And it was in Germany, so I'm going to say it in German. In German, it's der Zauber der Transformation, which sounds very different <laughs> than the magic of transformation. But it really is about the magic of transformation, igniting and manifesting your soul desires. And 2007 was the weekend that that seed that I, or that desire, that whisper that I heard in 2001 was followed up with action. And I remember the book coach and guide saying to me, okay, Nadia, everything that you do from here on out, all your work with the people and every story that, that you go through yourself will be content for your book. And she wasn't kidding. I just didn't know it was going to take 13 years to really um, have this content for the book come together. And 2020, with the pandemic, that moved a lot in many people. And I just could feel it in my bones. I was like, okay, this book needs to be written. So I joined a course, a Build Your Brilliant Book course by As You Wish Publishing. And I wrote the manuscript. And 2021, we published it. That is so amazing. I absolutely... I absolutely love it. I love it. I love it. You know, because it's like sometimes, you know, we set ourselves on these like paths and these roads and we have these ideas and, you know, like there's that patience piece that comes along with it. And now finally seeing everything come to fruition. And uh, I'm sure the journey has been, you know, very like just, you know, just transformational, transformational. It's so. Yeah, I'm, you know, and one of the things that I love that you're bringing up is, you know, this this part of the soul. And, you know, we spoke about this a little kind of at the beginning, and I'm excited to talk about this because that was something that I experienced like in my own personal journey, you know, whether it's fitness or whatnot, but healing journey was there's that piece and there's that piece that's there. And one of my first mentors, she was also a fitness trainer. And one of the things that she told me was as, as I was kind of learning and getting into like a meditation practice and understanding the science of it a little bit and the spirituality of it was in her training, it was kind of a similar thing that you're saying too, is, you know, working with athletes and stuff, it would eventually come down to the mental component and that soulful piece and that aspect that 
kind of needed more nurturing, you know, and to be trained and developed a little bit because it's there. Um, so can you just speak on that a little bit? Because it is such a great conversation. Yes. So the book is a memoir and it's also an invitation to, I share my story so that it can serve as an invitation to self-reflect on your own journey. So after telling um, a story, a chapter, there are self-reflective questions. And in, I love that you, that you mentioned this because this is um, chapter three is called Mentors. And it's wonderful that you mentioned your mentor. And I talk a little bit about mine and I talk about intuition and taking the word apart. So intuition. So who's mentoring you? Your inner teacher, right? That's that's really what, what tapping into intuition is all about. So this, this soulful piece is that we have monkey mind, which we can quiet with meditation and we can start listening to our heart whispers. We're slowing down. And there's this very easy process that I share in doing that is really imagining. And it's a part guided um, meditation and then you have your own experience with it to really just come into your heart space and to imagine that you open the door to your heart and there's this golden throne and you place yourself on this golden throne and you sit and you take a breath and you stop and you slow down. And then it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to say, what's happening right now? And maybe there's a challenge in your life. And then to allow your inner teacher, your intuition, to give you a higher vantage point of what's happening. And then you can maybe ask, why is it happening? And how can I change it? So that's a little meditation piece that I share because it was something that, that I developed for myself to really finding that soulful heart connection of, of my inner wisdom. And we all have it. So beautiful. I'm just going to take a moment and I want to say hello to Rosanna and Raven. Say hello for those of you that are joining in and post in the comments where you're joining from. We always love to hear. Um, <clears throat> Nadia, that's just, this is so beautiful. And it's, you know, this, I think this last year has brought such an awareness to so many people and given us some time, you know, to, to connect a little bit more with that soul piece and maybe have more awareness around that it exists because we've had to slow down and we've had to step back and not be so busy because we just haven't been able to. Have you noticed, have you noticed that a little bit more coming up with your work that you're doing and, uh, and what you're seeing? Yes. Um, the pandemic for me as well, just, it was a global experience. We all experienced it and everybody obviously experienced it differently because everybody's life situation is different. For me, it really locked down was, I remember it was March, it was Friday, March 13th, I was told um, by the corporate health coaching company that I still work for, that we're going into lockdown and it's going to be remote coaching, it's going to be phone coaching, and everything started slowing down. And, and I was working from home for basically a year because I did shortly go out, but then there was more cases. And then it was just as a precaution, I went back to working from home and it opened up all this space. I wrote the book, I built my part-time business, and I'm currently reflecting on how this one thing that happened 
started a domino effect in my life that now led to me fully committing to my business and transitioning out of the corporate health coaching world to really, really show up for what I'm passionate about, which is holistic health and really um, providing that perspective of soul, which doesn't, it is not provided. It's not mainstream. And I would love to make it mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, we go back into like history and we look at ancient times and, you know, well, I don't want to get too, you know, whatever. But when we start to look at what was done back then and the practices that, you know, we we brought into, you know, there was always, whether we want to talk about meditation or prayer or whatever ritual or component that might be, maybe it's music or chanting, you know, there's a variety of things. But just that connection piece, even just connecting to nature and, and nurturing it, something that when we are so busy, like we just some you know because sometimes you can get in that zone you forget that it really exists and so mm -hmm. I think the awareness of really of you know perception is such a cool thing you know you could take this whole last year and you could you could look at it one way and have one effect but I love how you're sharing that you you were like wow I opened up space and I was able to write this book that I wanted to for 13 years and I was able to do this and now this domino effects creating all that like it's it's just it's really amazing what perspective brings and when you have that space opened up and just allow that time to sit and and to connect again um yeah you know it's so beautiful it's really hearing the whispers of the soul that 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 is we all have it but but it's quiet so life is louder and our to-do list is louder and what we have to show up for our obligations are louder and it's really about igniting you know what is it that i really 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 need like what is it that i really really require and what do i deserve it's also about i deserve this I deserve better. And, yeah. and, and that's what I was able to show up for because there was just no traveling, no having to go anywhere. There was a lot of delayed, you know, phone coaching because the people that did have to still work on site and not remotely, they're working. So it was, mm -hmm. it was always, it, it just opened. It was a very interesting time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when it goes to show, it's like how you use your time and how you use your energy. Are you watching Netflix? Or are you writing a book? What are you doing? Right. You know, mm -hmm. there, there's that piece. But I think the interesting thing is it's allow, you know, it's really given space and allow people to take that time to, to, to find that. So that is really, really super exciting. And, and yeah, you know, remembering like there is that element of, you know, holistic health and, you know, that nature piece, nurture nature, nature will nurture you. And, you know. Yeah. yeah. And what, what I would like to elaborate on, because I realize a lot of people don't understand um, the word holistic. And, and holistic, if you look it up in the dictionary, it literally just means understanding the importance of the whole. So, so there's whole, we're not just body, because we're not, we're, we're body, mind, emotion, heart, soul. That's who we are. And just because we can touch the body, but not touch emotions or touch mental, it, it's still a body. There's an emotional body, there's a mental body, there's a spiritual body. And every single one of those bodies has, has self-care practices. And so, so holistic health coaching really just means that you understand the importance of the whole and how they interconnect. Because as a corporate health coach, yes, it was my job to, you know, to look at blood work and to, to talk about 
elevated blood pressure and diabetes too and blood sugar levels and triglycerides and cholesterol. But let's get real. We make bad choices and we eat too much sugar and drink too much alcohol because we're stressed out. Emotionally, mentally, we're stressed out. And spiritually, we might not even feel like we have a purpose. And all that, that emotional, mental, and spiritual starvation is going to show in our bodies. And it was really frustrating for me to have this knowledge and not be able to share it because it isn't the right setting and because it's not mainstream. But it's to me, it's just common sense and logical, but it's not common sense and logical. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But when, you know, when, when you take it outside and you kind of go from that observer perspective and it's like, I have a symptom going on in my body, right, right, right. You know, and I love how you were saying like things contrast just gets louder and louder around you, you know, to become aware, you know, it's kind of similar in that, that mind, body, spirit aspect or the, the soul aspect of your soul going, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Sit down and shut up. <laughs> you can hear what I have to say. You know, it, it's that radar that's going off. So these, you know, these things that come up and and then, you know, taking that time to, to like you say, take a deep breath and sit with it and listen and, you know, allow yourself to be guided and, you know, take that fear aspect out of it and utilize it as, you know, Hey, I'm writing Flex. Like are you watching Netflix? Are you writing the book? Right. And it's hard, it's hard to get to that place. So what, what's something that you do as a, you know, holistic coach, fitness coach in bringing this aspect in, how do you, um, is there a tool or a strategy that, you know, maybe you could offer somebody if they're kind of in that place right now of mm-hmm. being able to tap into that and, yeah. and at least take a step forward. Thank you for asking that. Um, it connects back to my story. So my parents, which which I share in the book, but it's nice to to be able to share it um, with you today. So my parents were super positive. Um, They were on their own spiritual journey. They were older parents. So when I, let let me think, my mom was 35 when I was born. And when my brother was born was 41. My dad was um, 45 and 51. So they passed when they were, my mom was 80 and my dad passed at, I don't actually remember what age he was, but just to give you an idea that they were older parents on their spiritual path. And and they were literally the ones that introduced me to books and that introduced me to visualization. And it, it, they didn't talk about meditation. They talked about visualization, but if you think about it, we still have to get quiet and visualize something. So they would be were the mentors, the the very first mentors that gave me a book to read about the law of attraction and prosperity consciousness. And my dad talked about the new age and awakening and spiritual awakening. So, So my dad really introduced me to soul. And my mom read books as well, but was more introverted, more quiet. And the reason I'm sharing that is because they inspired me and they set the seed that everything is possible. You you just have to think the right way. But at the same time, I was watching them struggle, struggle all their life. And there was a part of me is like, how can it be that parents that are so positive, so encouraging, always thinking of the best vision, only experience pain and struggle and strife and money problems? How, how is that possible? And that um, contrast led me to really, really 
um, get to the root of it. And the root of it is that we, they didn't have access to tools that we now have access to. So the tool that I recommend and worked with myself to rectify the family, family lineage is really the Akashic records and soul realignment. So it's really being able to go into your soul's record to correct the things that are keeping you misaligned and stuck in that struggle and pain. And mom and I, before she passed, we talked about it all the time. And it was, she came to it very late. If she would have had that tool earlier and my dad would have had that tool, I, I believe our family dynamic could have gone differently. That is really, really, I love it. I just love it. I love it. That is so cool. I'm so glad that you really, that you shared that. And and how interesting to see like the evolution in your experience of, you know, watching your parents, you know, have these visions and create all these things. And then, you know, you know, have those questions and, and that I, I just think that is really, really, really cool and so incredible. I want to read your book. I want to, I got to get a copy now. It's a short little helpful book. It's a hundred pages. It's an easy read. You can mm -hmm. read it in 90 minutes. You can have a, like a delicious Sunday where you just sit and I would love for you to read my book. <laughs> well, it sounds really juicy. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds exciting. And I mean, I love, I love talking about their question records too, because, you know, a lot of, a lot of us, I think, come into this space, into this world. And, you know, we oftentimes say like, how do we change this lineage and how do we shift things and how do we change these dynamics? And I think what this last year has brought up for a lot of people is a lot of shifts and a lot of changes and a, and a lot of different dynamics. And maybe that's you know, pushed things in a different direction than we expected. And, um, you know, bringing that positive light to it. And like, how can I turn this into something magical and meaningful and, Absolutely. you know, purposeful is, is just a, such an amazing space to be able to, to be in and share with others because it's inspiring. <laughs> yeah, it was my dad that planted the seed. It was my dad with his, his discovery of, of his spirituality. Um, he planted the seed and I was 11. I was 11 when he planted the seed and he talked about spiritual awakening and and I saw things happening that he talked about. Um, it's it's quite, it is the magic of transformation. That's, that's how I, awakening to your soul and manifesting from your soul is very, mm -hmm. very different than just law of attraction. Yeah. Th there's more to it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious to ask you now, because, uh, you know, we have, we've spoken about this too here at like One Million Meditators. We get together in this global collective energy with uh, one intention. What's been your experience um, during your journey with that, um, you know, gathering with people, whether it's, you know, because your parents had the spiritual awakening, whether it was in prayer or meditation or whatever yeah. tool or strategy it was, um, what, how has how has you how have you seen that um, impact humanity in a positive way? I love that you asked this question because I do believe that if we come together as a group, and that's why I really do love what you are doing on this page, and you know, one million meditators and meditation being able to awaken you to your to your heart to even you know it doesn't have to be big first like it can it doesn't have to be oh my soul because that is a little bit nebulous 
but we all have a heart and we can all connect to our heart. So meditation connects us to our heart and then we can start living a heart-centered life. And then we, when we do it individually, we start seeking those like-minded people that we can amplify the intention with. So the intention really is for people to awaken to their heart so they can le lead and live heart-centered lives. And, and I know you have hosted these events on your page and I think that's amazing giving it an intention and everybody holding that intention and then meditating together and in, in on a smaller scale it actually happened in our family so so my brother my mother and me we would we would meditate on something together for three weeks where meditate on abundance or meditate on loving relationships or and and we would set an intention together and that's what it's it's powerful. It's 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 intangible, but it's felt. And meditation is a form of prayer for sure. Oh, I love that. You know, it's what we we, we need that heart back into things these days, and to be able to feel things, and uh, you know, just that awareness piece, like you said, being able to sit and connect and. Something even as simple as just being able to look out into nature and recognize the beauty there because we've been so distracted for a period of time, you know, mm -hmm. that we, we, we forget how simple, how simple things can be and just what stillness brings and what comes through enlightenment, you know, <laughs> through that awareness. Yeah. Um, if I could give you a magic wand and you could like wave it all around with pixie dust, um, what would you like to to do with it? <laughs> oh, that thought, that thought of being, I wish, that is a heart's wish. That is definitely heart's wish. If I had a magic wand and I could wave it, I would, I would wave and ask for humanity to wake up to their heart and soul. That would be my magic and to their transformation and with that. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll sprinkle pixie dust on it now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So Nadia, you have to tell everybody where can they find you to find your book um, and how they can reach out to you. Of course, we will post all the links in the comments below, Absolutely. but of course share with everybody. So you can, you can find my book directly on Amazon. You just type in the magic of transformation or you type in my name and it'll pop up. And my website is NadiaKraus.com. And I have my book on my website as well. And I talk a little bit more about holistic health. Mm -hmm. So those are the two, two areas. And I also talk about soul realignment on my website. So mm -hmm. those are the two places you can find me. Awesome. All the juicy, juicy goodness. <laughs> Um, and of course, I want to say thank you to everybody that tuned in to Gay. I see Cookie and Olivia and Iona, and I know there were some others, so thank you. And if you are watching this on the replay, please hashtag replay. Let us know where you're from. We always like to hear. And if you're catching this on the podcast on Apple, Apple Podcast, um, and you could leave us a review. We would absolutely love it. Um, thank you in advance. Nadia, this has just been such a lovely conversation. It's been soulful, and um, and I love that. You know, it's good to bring in this this light, this positive energy, and I just, I feel so inspired after we've talked today. So I, 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 I like, look at what energy we can create in just a little, little bit of time. I know. We, we created magic together. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs>
Well, thank you again so much. It has been such an honor. Please check the links below, connect with Nadia, get her book, and uh, learn more about what she does. Um, you're absolutely amazing. I just love it. I love your energy. It's beautiful. Thank you for your time today and everybody that tuned in, and we will be back again next week. Oh, and, 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 sorry. If there's <laughs> anything you want to leave us with, please. <laughs> Go ahead. You're right. I was just, I was the only thing that I was thinking, I do love answering questions. So if there's any questions that come up during, you know, the, the live now or, or watching the replay, I'll definitely visit and I'll answer any questions you might have. Awesome. I love that. Thank you. And my apologies. No, you're fine. <laughs> Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye for now. Thank you.